Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello all of you beautiful people, Jules here for WhatCulture.com. And no matter how good a piece of entertainment is, be it a play, movie, or indeed video game, if the project can't stick the landing, then this will be all that the audience can talk about on their exit. So many projects have had the wheels just come off in the final act and just slid to a horrible halt. Some video game endings are so downright confusing, illogical, or downright off the wall, that as the credits begin to roll, all you're able to do is feel your jaw slackened in amazement and utter the well-worn battle cry of WHAT?! So come with me on a journey of the meaningless and sometimes mad endings that kept you up at night wondering what the hell the developers were thinking. So I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 8 video game endings that made you say WHAT?! Number 8. Echo, The Tides of Time Echo the Dolphin is such a strange game, isn't you? Be likely led to believe that the title was going to be a relaxed and rather chill affair with maybe a light dousing of puzzles here and there thanks to the rather calming opening stage. But if you're to take an even cursory glance over the later levels, you might feel your brain drip out of your ear. Time travel? Atlantis? Aliens? It may be the case that your what limit has already been broken by the events of the original game, but trust me, you have not seen anything yet, as the sequel, Tides of time takes weird and gets freaky with it. Come the close of the second game, you've chased the alien vortex queen back through time to try and stop her from contaminating all of life so that she will rule the world in the future. This backfires horrendously for the queen as she's sent to the prehistoric era and finds that she's unable to control the animals of this time, and thus ends up being absorbed into the time stream once more. Huzzah! Echo saved the day, right? Well, I mean, kind of. I mean, Echo did actually fail to stop the queen from time travelling backwards, and it was just sheer luck that she couldn't enact her plan, but at least for our porpoise-adjacent pal, he can go home to be with his pod, right? Wait, what do you mean he's using the time machine to just disappear into an unknown era? Why? What's the plan there, mate? Hello? Oh, brilliant, the game's just over and there's no rhyme or reason given for any of this. Cheers. Number 7. The Matrix Path of Neo When it comes to the Matrix franchise, fans are pretty much used to being screwed with on a continual basis, as after all, if you can't even trust that delicious juicy steak that you're eating as being real, how the hell can you trust anything you see or hear beyond that? Still, even the Wachowskis managed to find another way to utterly scramble your brain when it came to their Path of Neo video game, which for the most part retells the biggest action set pieces and fights from across the series. Yet, just as you're about to batter Agent Smith into base elements and go all 
or martyr on his ass. The Wachowskis themselves interject into the video game to inform you that all of that Jesus stuff in a video game would make for a boring ending. Therefore, they propose that instead of watching Neo sacrifice himself, that you will now take on a monstrous Agent Smith made of all the other copies of him and about half a city block. If this sudden departure from the expected ending doesn't leave you reeling, then the sight of the Mecha Smith putting on a pair of giant prop sunglasses and then smiling before the battle begins certainly will. Number 6. I have no mouth and I must scream I love that even describing the weirdness that is I have no mouth and I must scream as a game isn't actually technically even correct as it's actually an episodic experience that becomes akin to a horror anthology, with each chapter comprising of short 30-minute bursts of brain-bending moments. So many of the puzzles, questions, and musings of the game's cast will make the player's brain feel like a, well, great soft jelly thing, but that is nothing compared to what awaits you come some of this title's endings, for you literally will turn into what I've just described. A great soft jelly thing. Should your actions fail to beat the rogue AI Am, or you end up with an ending where the other forces allow Am to decide your fate, you will end up as a horrific-looking blancmange-like creature devoid of a mouth and pretty much any useful appendages. Making matters worse for your player, the creature is also unable to harm itself and lives forever, meaning that the only thing that you'll have for company for the rest of your prolonged life is an AI who utterly loathes you. Have fun. Number 5. Outlast Screaming what at the top of your lungs might well be a common feature of the Outlast games, as it seems whenever you round a corner you're met with another ungodly abomination that is sure to provoke confusion and indeed panic. However, the first game's ending really does tip the scale into the abyss with its sheer levels of strangeness. Now, throughout the title, you're led to believe that the events going on are of a paranormal nature, what with all the demonic staging and possessed enemies that you seem to encounter. However, as things come to a head, the game decides to flip the table by revealing that all of these horrors were actually caused by nanomachines, controlled by a coma patient who is being held prisoner deep below. Okay, it's a bit of a tonal shift, but you know what, I'll bite. Okay, so from this point on, none of this is magical and it's all just technical. Got it. Except, hang on, how can this be possible as the wall rider was definitely something that was encountered in World War II through a mystical gateway? And it seems to be sentient enough to select you as a new host. Okay, so maybe it's part magic and part machine. Okay, got it. I think. Oh, wait a minute, I've just been gunned down by the military and somehow the wall rider is able to carry on living without me and kill everyone else in the vicinity. Okay then, I give up. What the hell is going on? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Number four, Azura's Wrath. Azura's Wrath may well be Capcom experimenting with methods to use sheer rage and anger as a means for energy creation. As come the end of this rather beautiful and rather bonkers title, players were likely roaring infernos of anger thanks to all of the non-stop beatdowns that they'd been dishing out. Yet Capcom clearly wasn't satisfied with this rage fuel that they'd created and decided to maximise their output by, and I can't believe they did this, partitioning off the real ending to the game as DLC, turning gamers into literal walking nuclear reactors of rage at the publisher for literally selling them the real final chapters to a game that they had already stumped up money for. To say that gamers the world over screamed what at the top of their lungs at this moment is probably an understatement, and in truth was likely just one word amongst a string of curses. But yes, this really was a thing. Annoyingly, the levels themselves are actually really good, as is the final boss battle, but still, no other ending in video game history is as likely to make players seethe with rage more than this. Except maybe number three, Ghosts and Goblins. Ah, Ghosts and Goblins, the epitome of troll game design and also one of my all-time personal favourite series. No matter how steep the challenge, I'm always down for popping into my suit of armour with all the defensive properties of tinfoil and getting stuck in. However, for players who managed to slog their way through the original NES title, they were in for less of a treat and more of a trick when it came to this game's horror show of an ending. You see, despite having battled against enemies that instantly respawn, ignore the level geometry making it impossible to hit them sometimes, and enough insta-kill death pits to make even Bowser a bit sweaty in the shell, Ghosts and Goblins decides to inform the player upon beating Astaroth for the first time that this castle was merely an illusion and that the real adventure can now begin. I... I... What? That's right, in a page ripped right out of Dracula's playbook, you have to go through the entire game again and beat the final boss all in one sitting. No wonder this game focuses on ghosts, goblins and devils as this title is a slice of gaming hell. Number 2. The Town With No Name The Town With No Name is quite possibly the strangest and most hilarious game that I've ever played. As a comedy title with a budget amounting to the cost of a Twix bar, the experience is both genuinely brilliant and utterly terrible at the same time. The voice acting sounds like it was recorded in a bin floating through rough waters, the script written by an AI with the loosest possible grasp of what humans talk about, and the action is so stiff that it feels like the code itself has rigor mortis. 
Nearly every aspect of this game is likely to elicit what from players at some point in time, but none do so in such an acute fashion than in one of the game's endings. Instead of venturing into the town and beginning your adventure, you're given the option to ignore all of this and hop back on the train that you rolled in on. Now, before you think that this is a bit of a boring and uninspired end to your tale, don't worry, as within the span of 10 seconds, things go f- insane. Our hero spies a young boy who yells, come back Shane, to him, and in response, he shoots the kid stone dead. Then in celebration states, my name's not Shane, before the train itself that he's on turns into a spaceship and flies off. No, please, take your time to digest this, I'll wait. I'm sorry, what? And number one, life is strange. Despite the sheer overuse of the word hella, I, alongside countless others, truly enjoyed my time with Life is Strange. The tonal shift between boring, humdrum living and sudden life or death encounters might have given me whiplash enough to have accident claim lawyers add me on speed dial, but the heart and charm of the characters provided more than enough reason to fall in love with this title, as did the sheer amount of micro-choices that you made through the game, all of which played some part in each character's fate. You were rewarded as much for snooping around rooms looking for clues as you were actually listening to people's problems and trying to help them without the goal of personal gain. And as each chapter was compounded by a coming storm that threatened to wipe out the town of Arcadia Bay, you just knew that your choices were going to be coming back around real big come the end. However, I don't think that anyone expected to be presented with a choice as utterly ridiculous as they were in the final chapter, where Max is forced to choose between saving the life of Chloe, her childhood friend, or an entire town of people, including her own family. Now, no judgement if you chose Chloe over the town, but the simple act of presenting such a ridiculous choice made many gamers bounce off Life is Strange at its most pivotal moment. Had the stakes been made to feel more equally weighted, then maybe this ending would have struck with the intended heft, but for many, this just made them mutter. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What? As they put poor Chloe in the bloody ground. 